0: Brent and team for leading us in worship this morning. It has been an incredible service already and again, so good to see you here on this Christmas day, worshiping the Lord together. You would not believe, uh, you wouldn't believe um, the debate going on in Christian circles out there as to whether or not uh, churches should meet uh, today. And, uh, you know, all churches are autonomous. They can make their own decisions. But we just took uh, the uh, decision as a senior team that this was the Lord's Day. And so we're going to meet, and we're going to pray together, and we're going to be together. And uh, I know that many are watching uh, from home, and we want to welcome you. Thank you so much for bringing us into your home on this Christmas morning. You just enjoy those cinnamon rolls and PJs. Uh, because we're going to be there shortly, and so uh, it really is so good uh, to see you. And uh, we have uh, a little bit of a different service today because we're uniting. Uh, we are, of course, if you're new to Champion for us, we are uh, one church that meets in three locations. As Carol Young mentioned earlier, we have our Jersey Village campus. We have our North Klein campus here, Champions Campus, and we decided to come together as one campus, and we're gonna do something that I know that I've never done in my tenure as pastor, and that is, uh, we're gonna do a little tag team preaching today. So I've got uh, Pastor Avery Lamell, our campus pastor from Jersey Village. Yes, you can welcome him back to the Champions Campus, and then Pastor Stephen Morris from our North Klein campus here, and Stephen, they love you because you grew up here, man, and uh, they, they love you, you're in, their, you're in their little kids' rooms running around over there, and uh, it's good to have these guys uh, leading with me today. I tell you, uh, I have such great confidence uh, in uh, our campus ministries of our church, and Stephen and Avery are doing a phenomenal job, they and their teams leading these uh, campuses, and I'm just so grateful for their partnership in ministry, and uh, it's good to be leading with them today. Now, uh, just because we're tag teaming, okay, I want you to breathe a sigh of relief because I got us all on countdown clocks right here, okay? Uh, So you're not getting three uh, sermons. This is one sermon that we've planned together, and uh, each of us have about five to seven minutes, give or take, all right? But we're not going to be here all day. And uh, the title of the message, if you're taking notes, I thought what we'd talk about today, I'm calling the message, What Comes with Christmas? Now we know so much comes with Christmas. I mean, anticipation uh, comes with Christmas. We know that Christmas brings traditions and foods with it. It brings certain music and decorations. It brings with its presents and families together. A lot comes with Christmas, and as it relates to what we're celebrating today as Christians, we know uh, that Christmas brings something a little bit deep, deeper than uh, just the trivial sights and sounds. Of the season. And this is what we want to talk about today. We've been in a season of Advent. Uh, the word Advent uh, simply means arrival. And so today, uh, Advent ends because we celebrate the arrival is here, the arrival of the Christ child. And when Jesus came to earth, uh, what Christmas, what comes with Christmas? When Jesus came to earth, he didn't come empty handed, at least not in the sense that we're talking about. Uh, today while he might have had nothing from an earthly perspective he was born into a poor working class family he admitted that while he walked the earth that he didn't have a home he said the son of man had no place to lay his head and yet in his poverty the scripture teaches that he made us rich 2 Corinthians chapter 8 verse 9 for you know the grace of our lord jesus christ That though he was rich, yet for our sake he became poor, so that you by his poverty might become rich. Jesus, his advent, his arrival, this is what we celebrate today. And we celebrate the wealth that Jesus brings with him in the sense not of material blessings so much, although we have so very much to be grateful for, but we have the wealth of Christ and that he brings with him hope and peace and love and joy. These are the four themes of Advent and these are the subjects that we're going to take up today. I'm going to bookend it talking about hope and joy. Pastor Avery's going to talk about peace and Pastor Stephen love and so let's talk very quickly about hope. Christmas brings with it hope. Our children, our grandchildren, They were up all night, couldn't get to sleep, hoping that those gifts that they were going to get this morning was exactly what they had asked for. Parents were up late hoping that those little toys that have 3.5 million pieces to put together brought minimal stress to their lives. Grandparents hoping that later on today with the children and grandchildren gathered around the table that the family meal is just perfect. Christmas is a time of hope. And it's the essence of the Christmas message. When Jesus came to earth all those years ago, he brought something that people desperately needed. He brought something that we desperately need. He brings hope. While it hasn't been proven, some social scientists would suggest that you can't live very long without hope. I read this quote this week, man can live about 40 days without food, about three days without water, about eight minutes without air, but only for one second without hope. It was hope that the people of God were in desperate need for at the time of Jesus' birth. And when you think about his life, when you think about his ministry, it was all about giving people hope. Just read the Gospels. Jesus, everywhere he went, he gave hope to the down and out, to the up and out, to the broken, to the needy, anyone he came in contact with. This is what comes with Christmas. Jesus brings hope. If I had to sum up his ministry in two words, that's what it would be. He was a hope giver. God is actually called the God of hope. Listen to what the Apostle Paul writes, Romans chapter 15, verse 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. Whatever you're facing today, whatever you may be up against, if you need an infusion of hope, I want you to know it's something that comes with Christmas. But not just hope, Christmas brings with it peace as well. And so now Pastor Avery's gonna come up and he's gonna talk to us about our God who brings peace to us in this Christmas season. And, you know, I grew up uh, in Louisiana. I grew up going to wrestling matches, all right? That's what, that was the fun that we had. And it was always fun when they, had, they brought out the tag team wrestling, all right? So in order to do this right, Pastor Avery, we got to make sure we tag team so that you can legally come in here and preach the word, all right? Here we go. All right, damn, there we go.
1: In addition to hope, the gift of Christmas is also peace. That's what the prophet Isaiah declared in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. He said, for unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God. Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. In all the descriptors of our Savior that's given by the prophet, one we never want to forget is that the gift of Christ is the gift of peace. Isaiah predicted that our Savior Jesus Christ would be called the Prince of Peace because true peace, enduring peace, abiding peace, Lasting peace is in Jesus Christ alone. Know Jesus, no peace. To know Jesus is to know peace. Jesus Christ alone brings peace with God. He brings peace with ourselves, and he brings peace with others. And this lasting peace is available to all to experience. That's why the angels, when they declared to the shepherds, they told them to celebrate right there in Luke chapter 2, verse 14, where they said glory to God. I think we missed it already. They told them to celebrate, give glory to God, to God in the highest. Why? Because at that moment, that Christmas morning, peace had come to earth. It came for all mankind. Peace given by God, had come for the people, that those who'd believe in the promised Savior would be called the children of God. see, with Christ, we have peace with God. The consequences of sin is the lack of peace. The impact of sin separated us from our relationship with God. The infection of sin warranted eternal judgment and punishment. And the influence of sin was unending guilt and regret. But Jesus came into the world to take care of all of that. He brings peace that we can experience with God. For all who believe in him, he gave them the right to experience peace. That's what Christ came into the world to give us but not only to give us by way of experience, but to let us know personally that he is our peace. So as the disciples were gathering, Christ reminded them in John 14 and 27, peace I leave with you. My peace, he says, I give you. Not as the world gives, do I give you, Jesus says. So let not your hearts be troubled, Neither let them be afraid. His peace was a heart that's untroubled, that's unfearful. In spite of what we may face, when you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, no matter what calamities may come in the Christmas season or even after the Christmas season, when you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, what comes with that, what comes with the Prince of Peace is that he gives you his peace. And you know you have it when you're in proximity to the Savior. That the closer you are to Jesus, the more you're able to experience his peace. Hear what Jesus tells his disciples in John 16, He says, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. He says, in the world you will have tribulation." said, but take heart, look Good our Savior says. He says, because I have overcome the world. Trouble will come, but trouble can never overcome the peace of Christ. Tribulation will come, but tribulation can never undo the peace that God gives you because the, the kind of peace God gives you transcends all understanding. The disciples knew this when they found themselves caught in a storm when they were caught in a storm and it was dark in their lives, there at the hinder part of the ship was Jesus. And when they woke Jesus up, Jesus went on the top of the ship and said, peace be still. And that peace, that Prince of Peace, is available to you and I today when we have a relationship with him that no matter what we go through in every season of life, come high, ha- I can't say that word in here. It was coming, it was coming, It's coming. But no matter what happens, we can have peace. Lasting peace, the peace that surpasses all understanding. See, true peace is not the absence of problems, It's the presence of a person. In the Hebrews the original language in the Hebrews. In Hebrew, translated translate the word peace as shalom, and it was given as a greeting or a farewell statement, but, but it's even more than that. It's more than just a greeting, but rather, shalom says that you have access, may you have access to all that God has to grant. I want you to understand this, that when you celebrate Christmas, when we look at the gifts that God has given us, remember the gift that he's given us in Christ Jesus, that no matter where you are, no matter what state you're in, you can have peace because Jesus is with you. It is he who said, I will never leave you, nor will I forsake you. We have peace when we know the Lord is with us, because to know Jesus is to know peace. Merry Christmas.
2: You can't think about what Jesus brings at Christmas time and and not think about love. I know for me, and I think for a lot of us, maybe the first thing that we think about when we think about Jesus at Christmas is love. At Christmas, what do we celebrate? We celebrate Emmanuel, God, with us. And he's with us. Jesus came to us that very first Christmas morning because of his incredible love for each and every one of us. And here's what we know, and I think that everybody will agree with this, it's that in matters of love, we go in person. right? In matters of love, we show up for those that we love. It's been about 16 years or so, Since I asked Chelsea to marry me and we spent the day together that day, we had an incredible day together, we had a lot of fun, we went to a great dinner and then that evening at a fireworks show because fireworks are her favorite, I asked her to marry me and by a miracle of God she said yes. Right? It was an incredible day. Now Here's the thing, I didn't send somebody else to hang out with her that day. I didn't send somebody else to take her to dinner that night I of course didn't send somebody else to give her the ring, why not? She would have said no, first of all. Right, and then second, right? Second, because when you love someone, you show up for them. When you love someone, you go in person for them. And that's exactly what Jesus did that first Christmas morning. Jesus showed up for us. Jesus came to earth for each and every one of us. The Bible says in Philippians 2 that Jesus was born in the likeness of man. He truly Because of his love for us, he became Emmanuel. He became God with us. It was his love for us that caused him to step out of heaven. It was his love for us that that caused him to be born to Mary, that caused him to be wrapped in those swaddling clothes and ultimately laid in that manger. Listen, with Christmas, Jesus brought the love of God down to earth, and he makes it very clear. That's exactly why he came, his words in John three sixteen. You probably know them very, very well. What does Jesus say? He says, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but instead have eternal life. Listen to the next verse. For God did not send his son into the world. That's Christmas, by the way, right? When he sent his son Jesus into the world, God didn't send Jesus to condemn the world but in order that the world might be saved through him. Why? Look at the beginning of that sequence of verses. Because God so loved the world. Christmas shows us the love of God. And while his earthly life started at Christmas, wrapped in those swaddling clothes and lying in the manger like we've gotten all of the nativity sets all around all of our homes, we need to to remember and understand that that he grew up. And first in all of Jesus' teaching was the concept of love. Think about what he said in Matthew 22 as he answers the crowds. He says, you shall love the Lord your God. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. The Apostle Paul, what we know him well, right? that the pastor, the teacher, the missionary, the church planter, the the man that God used to write so much of the New Testament, he understood Jesus' teaching on love, and as he wrote to the church in Corinth and said, listen, right? Jesus was about love, Jesus brought love down to earth that very first Christmas, and if you don't have the love of Jesus, you don't have anything. Listen to what he said in 1 Corinthians 13. He said, if I speak in the tongue of men and angels, but I have not love, what am I? I'm a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have prophetic powers and understand all the mysteries, and I have all the knowledge, and I have all the faith, and I can move mountains, but I have not love, what? I am nothing. If I give away all I have, if I deliver my body up to be burned, but I have not love, I gain nothing. And then he describes what love is, that love that Jesus brought that first Christmas. We see love is patient and kind. It doesn't envy, it doesn't boast, it's not arrogant or rude. Love does not insist on its own way. It's not irritable or resentful. It doesn't rejoice at wrongdoing, but love rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things. Love believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. Love never Ends. Jesus brought love that very first Christmas morning and praise God for that truth. I love how John puts it in 1 John 4 9. It says, In this the love of God was made manifest among us. That's Jesus, right? That first Christmas, the love of God to earth made manifest among us that God sent his Son into the world so that we might live through him. The love of God manifest with us. That's Jesus. And look, Because God loves us, that first Christmas happened, and we can live through him. And by the way, as we live through him, we need to understand that his love lives through us. Listen to what Jesus told his followers in John 13, 34. A new commandment I give you, that you love one another, just as I have loved you. You are also to love one another by this, by the love of Jesus that resides in the heart of a follower of Jesus, by this, by that love, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Listen, Jesus brought love that first Christmas and now, those of us that, that love Jesus, and hopefully that's us, church family, those of us that love Jesus, we get to take his love to the world around us each and every day. And as we share his love with the world around us, the natural result, the only result, I believe is joy. Pastor Jarrett.
0: I know I speak for all of us when we say, Chelsea, thank you so much for saying yes all those years ago. Uh, We uh, are so grateful uh, to be here as a church family and talk to you today about what Christmas brings. It brings hope, it brings peace, it brings love, and it brings joy. Behind all the presents, behind all the gift-giving, behind all the celebration, behind all the laughter, behind all of the traditions of the day, to truly celebrate Christmas is to experience joy. The angel proclaimed the message of joy to the shepherds that evening in the fields of Bethlehem when they announced the Birth of the Savior, Luke 2.10, and the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news, look at it, of great joy that will be for all the people. When the wise men from the east saw the star arise, and they began to follow the star to look for the Christ child. The Bible tells us, Matthew chapter 2, verse 10, when they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. Christmas brings with it joy. Do you feel it? Do you sense it? I'd ask you the question this morning. Are you walking and experiencing joy? Without Jesus, Christmas is a meaningless holiday. Without Jesus, it may be possible to celebrate and have a good time, but it is impossible to have lasting joy without Jesus in your life. Jesus gives joy, the world doesn't. In fact, the world takes joy. Just watch the news. You want to ruin your day? Just turn on the news. (laughs) And what you see is uh, just the world and the brokenness of it. And if we live constantly in that state, we'll never experience true joy. The world although it may never admit it, is looking for the joy that only Christ can bring. And so what do we do? Where do we turn? When we need joy, we turn to the baby in the manger. We turn to Christmas, who brings joy. Jesus is the only one who can forgive us of our sin. He's the only one that can restore us To a right relationship with God, he's the only one that can give our lives meaning and purpose and peace, as already mentioned, in the midst of chaos. In spite of everything going on in and around us, with Jesus, we can have joy. In John chapter 15, verse 11, listen to what he said. These things, and really it was just a a condensed version of all of his teachings. He said, These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be full. What comes with Christmas? Hope, peace, love, and joy. Thank you for joining us online. We hope today's experience encouraged and challenged you. At Champion Forest, we are passionate about all kinds of people coming to know God, to grow in their relationship with Him and others, and then to go out and make a difference in the world. We would love the opportunity to talk and pray with you. To connect with us, just go to championforest.org slash connect. And hey, of course, we can't wait to welcome you on campus, in person, on one of our locations. We'll see you soon.